bullish or bearish. Whether you're a rookie trader or a rock star, we believe there's room for everyone. Every Filipino can learn how to trade. We're just your average Joe. But together, let's take advantage of the greatest equalizer of wealth ever, the stock market, where millions can be made and lost in a click of a finger. The journey to trading mastery is a lifetime, and we're here to stay. We are ZFT. Welcome to our podcast. And this is where the hot money is. Good evening, Trading Republic family. So thank you so much for joining us tonight dito sa Trading Republic. So what are we gonna talk about tonight? We have a highlight question here. So later, we're going to talk about about going full-time as yeah. a trader. Yeah. So we so, have here si Sir Z, Sir Cosmos, and Sir Yuri to answer all of our questions tonight. So, Jasper, ano yung first question natin for them? The, the question is, uh, the part-time traders, do they really desire to be a full-time trader, diba? Yes, kasi most of us are still part-time traders. So, we understand na some of you want to be full-time traders in the future. So, yun. Um, for our first question, can you guys give us a brief definition of a full-time trader. So, what are the minimum requirements of being a full-time trader? Right. I think I can I can go first um, for this question. So, right. before I answer it, uh, I'd like everyone to have an idea of what we are really going to talk about for tonight. So, someone asked a question in Ask GFT channel. Yung question niya goes something like this. Right? So the question was to our mentors and coaches who are full-time traders, what were your confluences and triggers that made you decide to do trading full-time over and above being closer to family since I believe that's even for most, if not all of us. So I love the question because he emphasized the why of full-time trading and that is to be to spend more time with your family and perhaps even your friends and loved ones, right? So, most of the traders really have that idea that once you go full-time, you'll have more time with people. So, I'd like to ask Ken for this, regarding this question, no? Um, Is it true that once you go full-time, you'll have more time with people? Ken, can you you answer this um, question? Yeah, uh, yeah, that's that's actually true. Uh, in my case, before I went to full-time trading, um, I was a call center agent for five years, so in a graveyard shift. So I was working like 12 midnight to 9 a.m. So as a, as a call center agent, um, you really have a little time to spend. Um, sa family mo or even friends because of course um, if you're if you have friends who are working from uh, 9am to 5 so their off would be you know at the evening or afternoon in your case you'd yeah. be sleeping in the afternoon right so so hard to attend birthdays or, or events um, in my case it's actually one of the um, things I missed when I was working um, a time to spend with my family and uh, friends since 
mahilig talaga akong lumabas. So, being a full-time trader, I was able, yeah, I was able to achieve that uh, freedom that I was uh, hoping to get. What was the other question? Um, Actually, that was the only question for now. <laughs> ah, okay. So, sorry. boss, um, maybe you can also share your thoughts about this. Um, is it true that once you go full time, the moment you go full time, you really you are going to have more time with people? That is correct. Uh, that is actually a good problem. One of the things that you will experience when you go full time in trading is the freedom of time. But this is, can be also an illusion because, of course, you are there with. Anong gagawin mo? I mean, okay. For example, before I went to full time, I I was I was a hotel uh, banquet staff, and I worked at least 10 hours a day. If there is no overtime, we usually overtime for two to four hours, especially when we have events, and that really pushed me. Uh, aside from the politics that I really hate within the the industry, um, to to pursue full time trading, uh, another factor that really pushed me into full time trading was when I finally had that experience of gaining three times more than my salary. So uh, in just one trade, actually not three times, sorry, wow. it's, uh, six months worth of salary. No, this was ZHI. ZHI. So uh, I always share this. Um, experience that I had na that was my turning point na from from just thinking about trading um, that it would give me extra income to doing this full time because I really I, I was just fed up with uh, the work that I, I, I was unhappy it would have been a different story if I was happy with my work but unfortunately reality hit me that oh this is not something that i'd like to do so i was always on the search of what is my passion what is the thing that i'd like to do and finally trading happened and it really blew my mind when uh, i earned that huge in such such a short amount of time that it caused me to to really had all those i know those triggers now why 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 not do this full time the pay is better um and I get to have a lot of time for not just family, but also my games. I really love to play my games. So that was one of my driving factors as to why I went to full-time. And when I finally went into full-time, I had a new problem, which was I had so much time. And I was very undisciplined with time. I didn't read anything about you know time blocking or what, what, what those things are, you know, managing your time. I had... 10 hours extra with and uh, not just 10 actually it's more of like 12 or 14 hours extra because you have to consider the travel time you know going uh, to and from your work and, and then you were single back then boss right yes yes well i had a girlfriend back then but um it was a, a long distance relationship so yeah I, I just had so much time on my hands like uh, i was thinking okay what, what am i gonna do with this extra time and being the undisciplined trader that i was uh, I spent it with a lot of other things that were unproductive, like scrolling on Facebook and just playing more games. Because mm-hmm. there was that gap. Eh? Like, siempre you were working for so long for, and it was a habit. You have to fill that hole with something else. And nobody was there to mentor me, to tell me what to do with my time. Uh, but it was a good problem to have. 
I experienced a lot of burnouts because you know um, uh, what am I gonna do then you know uh, so I just poured it out all in, in studying the craft and that was that became an obsession which led to uh, bad habits of actually it's it's a bad habit to just work for eight hours or ten hours straight and not rest for me rest is very essential um, it keeps you sane as well Ayun. so I'm not ano pa yun lang yun lang oh. masasabi ko eh. so uh, da- daming struggles si boss so boss uh, uh, not just kay boss but kay sir Yuri and sir Cosmos Uh, what do you think are the common struggles of full-time traders? Hey boss, Sino ba ko ba? Siguro si boss. Okay, so yun. Um, I've already tackled one, which is undisciplined. Pagka hindi mo na fill yung, uh, let's say when you become a full-time trader and don't know what to do with your time, that's gonna be a problem. You don't want to be creating habits that will that are self-sabotaging. Uh, you know, just use it for unproductive things and you're gonna have a hard time unlearning all those stuff. So, right, for example, if if you if you're not in full-time trading yet, I want you to to find or to manage your your time once you go into full-time trading or even think about going to, into full-time trading. Um, you know, because you have already a set allocation for studying the markets, correct? So once you go full-time trading, siguro allocate that extra time for your family, for your wives, for the hobbies, the things that you really wanted to do. You know, we have a challenge in TFR called Rekindling. What are the things that you wish you had uh, done if you were only given the chance to do it, if you only had the time? So create a habit or time block Now, okay, two hours, I'm going to use this to build on my business. Two hours, I'm going to use to uh, spend time with my family or let's say four hours, six hours. And then, of course, allocate time for rest. Without rest, mahihirapan ka. Exactly. So, I think right. for me, yan lang, yan, yan yung gusto kong iambag. Okay. Ken. How about uh, Sir Yuri? Um, actually, same. Sorry, pero the same uh, struggle. Um, downside is more on to I have so much time, don't know what to do. And uh, me, since I really love, you know, uh, to play, I spent most of my time Uh, playing games, you know. <laughs> yeah, right. Playing. Yeah. Actually, there was a time that me and boss were playing almost every night. So and me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was Uh-oh. back in March, I think, uh, when the the East started. I'm not mistaken. Mm, yep. Yes, correct, correct. So I have so much time that I don't know what to do. I spend most of the time sleeping, playing games. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, so I guess that's actually just one of the uh, the top uh, problem of being a full-time trader. If you're undisciplined um, and you don't know where to focus your energy, mm-hmm. uh, so I spent it like um, playing, and also I that was the time um, I spent uh, traveling. So since I don't know. What else to do? I just spend all my games traveling. <laughs> I think everybody goes through that phase, you know. Like yeah. a lot of people say, you know, trader lifestyle. You just want to travel. At some point, you're gonna eat, hate eat sleep, and trade, right? Eat, 
Right, there, there was. I, I can remember two years back, or was it one year back? Um, there was a time that I was in Manila almost every month, and I. Wow. Said, yeah, right, boss, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Every every uh, events, uh, I, I so many stocks that gave me gains that time. So, um, I spent most of my gains traveling. I, I went uh, back and forth from Cebu to Manila almost every month. Uh, attending all the events, ZFT events, invest events. Um, so there. Yun yung how downside. <laughs> all right. So thank you, sir. So how about ito? Um, how much was your capital before you started being a full-time trader? So that nung time pa na yun, were you financially healthy or hindi? How much? <laughs> um, I'm gonna answer there. Is it, is it okay if I answer this? Okay, right. Yes, yes, go ahead, Yes, okay. So, backstory. Before I answer that, backstory. Um, yes. The reason why I went to full-time trading was not actually uh, good. The um, reason why I went to full-time trading because I was pressured by <laughs> by uh, my friends in Cebu. Um, we have uh, ZFT uh, um, traders here in Cebu that... I guess we are we are twelve traders here, twelve mm-hmm. or eleven, and all of them. I mean, yeah, majority of them are full-time traders. I mean, there's only two of uh, uh, of us who is working. One is working um, in a like selling condos. What do you call that work? Uh, besides, um, real estate. Yeah, real estate. Yeah, yeah, real estate. And and I was uh, working. Uh, I was working already a uh, home-based. So there was a time when we have an event here in Cebu, uh, the Camp Bawi. Jasper and Boss was there. Uh, they witnessed yes. that uh, early in the morning. I wake up uh, and I was taking calls already, <laughs> and then they were still sleeping. I mean, and and, and one one trader friend I have since then said that um, Ken, uh, out of all of us traders here in Cebu, you're the only one who's not a full-time trader yet. So just ditch your work and, you know, go YOLO since the market that time was really good. You're pretty sure. I remember uh, that time because, you know, um, full-time trading was really glorified by, by the whole community. Like, the moment yeah, you become full-time, talagang yeah. look upon like, ka agad. Right, yeah. true. That yes. was just that was so stupid. A stupid reason for me to go full time trade, trading. Ah, there, Abi, Abi, or Abraham was there as well, mm-hmm. right? So, mm-hmm. so they witnessed. Um, I was working while while in Camp Bawi. <laughs> so, so I don't have. Basically, the 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 question. There was a question earlier. What what are the requirements to be a full time yeah. trader? Back then, I did not met. If there was a standard of being a full-time trader, did that met even half of it? Uh, my capital that time was hundred um, k, and I was able to triple it. So my own capital was like around three hundred thousand, and then I borrowed. I, I looked for an investor, um, so I borrowed like another 350,000 I, I think 350 so my total capital that time was I went to full time trading was like around 600 or, or almost 700,000 and I thought that was actually enough and you know if I could double it again then you know things would, would be um, easy right 
so yeah. I thought I thought <laughs> uh, stock market or, or full time trading is a is a walk in the park, but I was slapped by the market real hard when when uh, crash happened 2000. Uh, we we experienced like a mini bear market, okay. yeah. and then I lost yeah. like um, almost the half of my uh, 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 capital. Uh, Sir Yuri, just a follow-up question. Uh, do you think that it's uh, is it advisable for us to borrow money and start being a full-time trader? I was about to ask that. <laughs> okay, <laughs> boss. So, I think you can answer this question too. But sige, Yuri, go ahead. Okay, so actually, um, what's good with uh, trading is that uh, you can take advantage of leverage if you already have that skill. Yes. Um, you can turn um, like fifty thousand or hundred thousand to two hundred to three hundred to five hundred k to one million. So if you mm-hmm. you build that skill, um, it's so easy to find. Well, not really too easy, but you can just leverage on 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 um, um, finding people who can let you lend money for for your capital and trading. But if you're still new as a trader and umutang ka pa, barring money uh, and then you're still building your craft you're still mastering your craft that would be a disaster uh, for you because um, right. I, um, have, I have sorry go ahead sorry sorry go ahead um, yep because um, like I've mentioned based on my experience because I really thought that you know trading is so easy so I just borrowed money and all that thought that that stock stock market is, is a walk in the park and then I lost almost half of my portfolio um, I thought I was already consistent in making money but um, some re- realizations uh, went to my head and the pressure of you know uh, getting it back is like uh, sobrang, sobrang hirap I mean I, I need to I need to earn back the money I lost. Um, so, so your focus, instead of you know, your focus would be in trading. The focus went to how can I make the money back? Mm. You know, yes. instead of focusing my my uh, executing my trades, um, mm-hmm. I was already f- focusing on different things. Like the pressure mm-hmm. of me, the pressure of making that money back is sobrang sobrang grabe. So if you're uh-huh. still new as a trader, do not please, please, please do not borrow money. Uh, do not go leverage. But if you're a trader who's um, um, already built that skill, um, yeah. then go, go ahead, use the leverage. Yes. Uh, boss, quick lang, quick question uh-huh. lang. How did you uh, cope up with your losses? So, uh, being a full-time trader in your first years. Yeah, and uh, you just told right. na nahiram ka ng money. Oh, yeah. Is that uh, question that... for me or boss, Z? Uh, boss, I think. Yeah, both. I think kay boss. Okay. okay. So, um, for those of you who don't know my story, right? So, I was able to turn 150000 to 300000 uh during my transition from part-time to full-time. So, that was really my um, my turning point. That's why I went into full-time trading as well. And when I got home and 
uh, started to trade full time, I was able to increase that from 300 to uh, at least um, at most I think 600,000, and it really got into my head. So I said to myself, okay, if I just borrow a million or two, and if I gain 10% or if I if I am able to replicate what I just did, then I'd be a multimillionaire. So what I did was. Um, I, I, I borrowed, I borrowed up to two, and that two million became four million. Um, hmm. Actually, four, four, yeah, 4.4 million, I think. Uh, the 400,000 was mine. But yeah, that was, that was it. And uh, okay, here's the thing about, I just want to address and tell everyone when you go full-time trading, and tama yung sinabi ni Ken, no? Na, uh, you have to leverage only when you're very confident about your skill. But if you don't know what you're doing and if you just got lucky, I suggest that you, you refrain from borrowing any money at all. Because that's gonna be really bad for you when you know you hit rock bottom and you know shit hits the fan. You you realize that you don't have the skill yet. And and so what happened during the time of um, trial uh, sorry of, of testing when I lost around 2 million so that 4 million before it actually went downhill I was able to create um, another 2 million actually almost 3 so from 4.4 I was able to make it up to 7 million before finally returning all those profits and then uh, got to uh, to that point I lost around 2 million um, 2 million and then here's the thing out of nowhere, both of my investors told me uh, we're gonna pull out our funds, and hmm. we had contracts, we had everything in place. But out of nowhere, they just said we're gonna, we're just, we need to pull out our funds. We need to uh, put it elsewhere, and so that really taught me a hard lesson that you know people don't really um, sometimes they don't honor contracts, <laughs> and that's a really shitty experience. For me, I mean, I was a kid. I was 22, I think, 21, 22, or 23. But I was in debt. Um, I said I couldn't pay the whole amount. I mean, for some investors, I was... Uh, so just imagine from four to two, and then they wanted to get, um, you know, get their money back. So for one investor, I, I had really no choice. I I ended up with a four kind of like a four uh, uh sorry a 2.2 a million loss and mm. then a white body account like how am i gonna get back to this it was a really tough um season in my life because i was just thinking to myself how am i gonna get this back and i had a really tough time i had suicidal thoughts and i was just really thankful for you know my my family my mom who was very strong in the faith um telling me you know what god has planned for you and don't worry you're gonna get through this and of course there was my church mates who were constantly telling me that hey you know what it's okay um you're not in this situation because uh just because um i really had to cling to god that you know everything's gonna be all right don't kill yourself <laughs> because killing yourself is the easiest way to exit i mean just you know, yeah. if if you read that article about this Robin Hood trader who who killed himself because he racked up around seven million losses and and utang, and that's really bad. You know, it's a terrible thing. Mm. And I didn't have anyone to talk to regarding trading. I mean, who's gonna believe you that hey, you know what? I lost two million, and 
there's that shame, you know, like, hey, you know what? Uh, you were telling your friends years or months ago that you were making it big in the stock market. Hey, you know, guys, I, I was young. I was so prideful and really proud about the achievement I got. And there was so much, you know, the powerful feeling of, hey, you know what? I have so much money. I can just buy my way through this. Uh, I can just buy anything. And that really humbled me. And you know what? I just want to say that uh, I'm thankful for that crisis, that that pandemic that hit me during that time. Because uh, without that experience, I wouldn't be able to relate to a lot of people who are going through depression, who are going through darkest times. And you know what? You you were able to tell other people that hey, you know what? It's okay. God is there. There's hope. Just believe. Um, there is a purpose for everything. And I was just, um, I guess that's that's the reason why Z-Freaks became Z-Freaks because of the losses. Losses are not not uh, you know are not foreign to me. I'm very close with losses. Even now, I, I I lose money, but of course, by the end of the day, what's important is that once you get your shit together, you become wiser, you become stronger, you become a better version of yourself. It's not me. Other people think that, hey, you know what, I, I'm done for. This is a time that, um, ano yan, parang wala nang pag-asa with what happened to my life. No, uh, there have been many turnaround stories. You just need to commit and to believe that God has a greater plan for your life. Uh, you're experiencing these things, this pandemic, anything that has happened to you negative in your life, there is a plan, there's a purpose for that. And when the young bloods come in, let's say a young 17, 16-year-old who got into stocks or whatever it is, and they're go- going through the same thing that you did, you would know what to say. So, uh, okay, so, yeah, that's it. Um, I I also like to share my own sure. experience regarding this uh, question, sure. um, regarding leverage and yung regarding returning profits. So, um, just a disclaimer, I do not really consider myself as a full-time trader because um, before the pandemic happened, I had a work in Davao. So I'm based in Davao City but currently I'm in Zamboanga. So, you know, I had a work but yung nature of work ko is the schedule of my work allows me to trade the markets as if I'm a full-time trader because mm-hmm. I can just check and monitor anytime. So, Yung backstory ko was back in 2017. That was the time I was extensively studying the Z- ZFT system. I wasn't a part of ZFT yet, but I was um, really fond of reading the blogs of the ZFT mentors and following the um, people in ZFT and Facebook. So that was the time that I studied the ZFT system. And for some reason, I, I, and I, I like to believe in hindsight, this was really luck. Okay, wala pang consistency or whatsoever. It was just luck. But for some reason, my losses, which was around 40% at that time, around 300 to 350,000 more or less, I was able to recover it back in around um, from March to August because that was the time when the market was really trending. So the moment I was able to recover it, I felt that I was already consistent. So what I did, well, the first thing I did was I ask for investment from people that I know who can trust me. And one of those people was my special someone, okay, yung partner ko. And he, she had an extra, I think, 50,000 in her bank. So sabi ko sa kanya, I told her na, 
Oh yeah, bigay mo na to sa akin. Because I can double this. That that was my that was my line. So, you know, just just give me the savings. It's sitting in your in your bank account. Allow me to manage it, and I can double this in I think three to four months time. Fast forward, what happened was I lost 50% of her savings. And mind you, this is someone who is very special to me. So just imagine ano yung naging shame ko of telling her that hey, I, I think. I need to return your money. I, I still return the face amount. I return the the amount that she invested without any returns for, I think, after three to four months of trading it. And that was really my, more of a realization on my end that when you go full-time, perhaps the biggest challenge is identifying whether you are truly consistent or you just feel that you are consistent. Because sometimes... The, the trigger for most people to go full-time is they had a jackpot trade or they were able to recover their losses and then they think that that's more than enough for them to begin full-time trading. And mm-hmm. I see this pattern in a lot of traders, especially yung mga kabatch ko before, um, back in 2017 to 2018, yung, yung batch namin of troll accounts that time. Everyone, okay? I'm not saying, maybe not everyone, but most of us really had that goal to go full-time. And I know some people who went full-time and after they went full-time, siguro mga 90% of them realized that it's not for them. So what happened was either they went back to work or or they started doing something else and so on and so forth. So, so the question of going full-time is sometimes most people think that going full-time is glorifying in a way for the part of the mm. trader but actually it's really not the case. Really not the case. And I can relate with Bossy Ito, sasabihin ko sa community, no? You know, the, the the most painful thing that a trader can experience, especially when you're full-time, right? The most pain, painful thing is not missing a trade. Okay? It's not even um, cutting losses. The most painful thing is you already gained from the market and you return that gain back to the market. Mm-hmm. And I I, uh, I think, ako kasi na-experience ko na yung gano'n, yung parang, uh, you already doubled your capital and then after just trading two or three trades, what happened is you return all your Almost. gains and then you lost pa. So, yun yung super sakit. And uh, personally, that's something very difficult to imagine. Even up to this point, no, na, I consider myself I, as someone who has risk management strategies in, in trading. It's still something that I cannot imagine doing. And, Maybe that's one caution that I can give to people who want to go full time. So yun, um, that's that's what I can share about this uh, this question. So how about you, sir Ken? Um, what? How did you handle your losses, considering that you just borrowed money? Ah yep. Uh, with the losses, umiyak. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. <laughs> um, so, well, I remembered uh, the story of Z back then. So, uh, I thought that uh, maybe this um, this uh, wake up call for me um, to you know to the market's way of saying that hey, you just made a jackpot trade. Uh, you're not really consistent but um, I really believe that uh, trading is for me so I thought that no no there's no turning back um, I need to 
I need to make this work for me, right? So what I did was I went back to grinding, uh, studying again, reviewing the trades. Well, I, before that, uh, I, I did a long purge. I, I think I went off the market for about a month or two just to clear my head off and and clear my mind out of the market. So um, and afterwards, when I felt that uh, you know I, I'm back on the neutral state. Um, uh, I went back studying, grinding charts, um, reviewing my trades. It's a good thing that that time as I was fond of um, uh, doing a journal, so I can still review the trades, uh, the mistakes that I did, and I learned from it. Um, and um, no, this is a stupid thing, but uh, I did um, borrowed another capital to to uh, compensate the loss that I've made I because I, I, I don't have anything I don't have savings I don't have my emergency 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 fund right. so uh, don't follow these guys but uh, I did borrow another capital um, that's and, what I did too yeah I know right so I, ju- oh, I was just following your steps <laughs> <laughs> like mentor like men you know <laughs> I I really um, remember your story back then so I thought that "Ah, Z lost like 4 million and he was able to bounce back from this I can do this too you know that was uh, my mindset back then but uh, yeah I did borrow borrow money capital and then I was more focused on this time uh, regarding the process instead of you know making making money in the market because here's the thing um if, if you don't have like you know a lot of people now uh, especially if you google about st- full-time mar- uh, stock trading what are the requirements on all that you will now read and see that there would be some suggestions like they say uh, you need to have at least a year or two years worth of expense in your bank so that you know you don't have you won't have that pressure making money instead of just you know you can just focus on executing your edge and that's actually true, you know, um, because uh, back then uh, I was focused on how can I meet my monthly expenses. So I need to, you know, bomb on the street <laughs> or go all in on the street so just so that I could, you know, make this certain amount of money that I need. So instead of you following your process, instead of you following your risk management, you know. Um, you become an undisciplined trader because of that feeling that you need to earn instead of you know following the process so it's really important uh, if you're really thinking of, of going full, full-time trading it's really important that you need to have a emergency fund for at least a year or two I, and then um, I, and and the goal is not really going full time, but uh, you know, an average millionaire has like seven uh, business or passive incomes. Yeah, diversified right? income. Yeah, that's right. So you need, if you're thinking of uh, going full time trading, you at least need to think about, you know, having a different source of income so that you'd be focused on just executing your craft instead of thinking about how to meet your monthly uh, needs. So. Right. That's that's actually one. Have an emergency fund. Um, you know, think about 
uh, looking for a like uh, another source of income um and, and it's different for different um situations for different people because like me i'm single uh, i don't have anything uh, i don't have a family to feed right to support yeah, uh, yeah. so it, it's uh, the risk for me that time is not that too big you know i can just go yolo and you know leave my work if it does not work out for me then i you know go back to work yeah. but uh, it's different for different uh, people because like if you have family to feed you know my bills yeah, got to pay your definitely. car um house rent you know you can you can't just leave your you know your work and, and pursue full-time trading if you know um hindi maayos yung pagkaano mo yung situation and i remember this guy um i, I forgot his name but uh he was like OFW then uh, he, siya sa, ano, he was able to milk IMI and I, I thought I, I think I think the gains nagain siya ng around almost 200% and he decided that he's gonna pursue full-time trading so he left the work went back pursued full-time trading and after like six or six months or a year he went back to work because you know um, the market that time was just bullish so, ayun, just like me, um, market slaps you in the face. So you really need to think about it hard, and you need to mm-hmm. be prepared. Do not follow the steps that <laughs> what I did and what you did because it's not really, it's really ugly, guys. I tell you, to be in a yeah. to be in a uh, in a position that you know have that big debt. On top of what Ken said, no, um, one of the things that I would say about full-time trading is it would be impossible, and impossible is a big word, but I would say to that extent that it would be impossible for you to trade efficiently or to trade effectively if you do full-time trading and that is your only source of income. And I, I, I don't, I'm not sure if it's true for all cases. I'm sure there would be exceptions for this, but on my end, I think the pressure to earn money from the markets day in and day out, if you're a full-time trader, parang napaka-ano niya eh, uh, it's, it's burdensome to the point na there will be instances that you might violate the rules, you might overtrade, and so on and so forth, which that would hinder you from being consistent. Right. So, you know, if ever you want to go full-time, since yung question naman talaga was, what were the confluences? If you want to go full-time, you have to make sure that aside from an emergency fund, you have other streams of income that you can rely on, preferably fixed streams of income. Kasi if you mm-hmm. just rely on trading, talagang you'll have a hard time, especially if you're still starting or if you're not that consistent or confident with, with your trading skills, it could be very difficult. Yeah, iba yung pressure uh, sa may ano may monthly ka nakukuha. Because trading is different, you know. There's There would be months that you'd be down. There'd be months that you'd be up. But the expenses, every month kasi yan. So, paano kung babayaran yung ano, monthly expenses mo kung down ka in a month or two months or, or three months? Right? So, you really need to have um, other source of income if you really want to, you know, succeed in, in, in this uh, career 
like I mentioned earlier, an average millionaire has seven business or passive income. So, you know, our goal here is not really to be like, well, the, the goal is not to be a full-time creator, but to be financially free. And there's a million ways to make a million, guys. Yeah. So yeah. Trading yeah. is just one of them. Okay. So I just like to add, no. Once you hit that, um, you know, if you're a full-time trader and your only source of income is trading, because uh, for several years that was um, that was my reality. And what I did was, whenever I got myself, you know, I doubled my money and I earned, let's say, for example, two million, and uh, you're sitting on top of all that gains. Uh, the best way to do, uh, you know, to deal with the psychological having a, a psychological buffer to to operate, you know, and just focus on trading and doing that next trade without uh, the pressure of making money to make ends meet is to really pay your bills in advance. So uh, a tip that I always have for people who are already in full-time trading and you've gained a lot in just short amount of time, pay your bills one year in advance. That's it. So one year, you're not gonna think about paying the electric bill, your house, your rent, even food, because you've already mm-hmm. set. And the only thing that you can do now is to just really focus on getting that next good trade, one good trade at a time. So you don't have to pressure yourself, you know, unnecessarily pressure yourself that okay, I have to make this amount of money, or else if I don't make this much money, you know, I'm gonna have to borrow, <laughs> borrow from someone to make ends meet right so again um, if you have if you have good months be like the ants save during the rainy day uh, save for the rainy days and so when the time comes that you know there's a dry spell either in the market or even if it's a bullish market and you can't seem to create uh you know those profits or you can't seem to win in the market then you're already secured ganon so whenever you can always pay in advance everything one year two years it's gonna help you with your psychology so right that's it <laughs> go ahead so Jasper, uh, you're gonna say something actually uh it's like a reminder for us especially those who are trading and owning their skill setup systems it's a reminder for us that uh, trading is not really a walk in the park and uh we all thought that trading is like uh okay uh, full time now ako, i'm ready na then the re- reality slaps us and actually it's not really the reality that uh, hits us hits us as the most but our expectations so going back to our question since we all desire to be a full-time trader uh soon or in the future what do you think are the indicators or uh, requirements that we need to consider in order for us uh, to know that Oi, uh, I'm ready to be a full-time trader. Yeah, Siguro, uh, we can stop. I think, I'm sorry guys, but I think Celeste is here. Yun. If Celeste is here, she can she can answer this perfectly. Because as she all, she has this, um, in the masterclass, we have the um, <laughs> checklist. <laughs> sorry for putting you on the spotlight. You, I mean, I've heard a lot of people talk about the checklist and stuff like that. You have the best explanation, so... Why not just share? Yeah. Um, that was really confusing. A checklist would be perfect then. Oh. Parang ano, step by step. Oh, may, may checklist yeah. siya eh, at saka yung disaster planning. 
<laughs> baka hinahanap pa ni Ma'am. Yeah, okay, baka hinahanap niya best friend. Ayan, ayan, ayan. Yeah, there you go. Hi, ma'am. What What do you want me to do? You want me to flash it on the screen? <laughs> just say it out. And this is recorded. Uh-huh. Ah, okay. So I do have a checklist. It's something I created exactly about a year ago. And for people, because you all know, I used to be an OFW, and one of the biggest goals as an OFW is to be able to live in the Philippines without um, changing the kind of comfortable lifestyle that we used to have. But um, a lot of OFWs want to do this, so I, I decided to write a checklist, you know, a full-time trading test, which I sent out to a lot of people last year. So the first one is um, reason. What is the top three most important values for you? Is it freedom, purpose, family and friends, time, power, excitement, stability? Because for example, if you tell me that your number one value is stability, you might have a little difficulty as a full-time trader because um, there's a lot of risks involved in full-time trading unless you mitigate it through outside factors by having another stream of income. But if, if you're into, um, say, purpose, if, if your top value is purpose, it's kind of hard to find purpose in trading. That's And that's also why ZFT has a lot of charity drives to, mm, to take care correct. of this value. So so the, the first thing you have to know is what is your core, core value? What's most important to you? Is it stability? Is it purpose? And as a full-time mm-hmm. trader, Will you achieve any of this? Because even if, let's say, you become a full-time trader, but it isn't hitting your core values, you would still feel unsuccessful. You would still feel unfulfilled. That's why we have a lot of rich people who are saying that I'm not happy even if I don't have, even if a lot of, I have a lot of money, simply because they're probably not in alignment to their reason or to their value. So that's number one. Number two is finances, which covers a lot of aspects. Uh, first, you have to know how much monthly is your earnings, so, because it's just like a base idea of how much you're earning right now and your lifestyle with it. The second is, do you have any emergency savings? Will it last you even at the cost of an emergency room or a hospitalization, a car, car home repair maintenance? do you have a modest amount of play fund and um, people seem to forget this but if you if you become a full-time trader and say you haven't been profitable for two three months which can happen you, ha- you haven't been profitable in a quarter can happen you, you can't have like you can't be bothered not rewarding yourself or having fun because it's the quickest way into pressure trading you're too in, too serious, too deep that you forgot, you forgot to have fun. So do you have a play play fund? And if people don't have a play fund, they start digging on their emergency savings just to have a play fund. And it's just actually kind of damages the stability part of open trading. So if you have a play fund, that would work best for you. Because as human beings, we, we can't just focus on one thing and not take a break from it. I've, I've talked to countless traders who absolutely love trading, but they will need time away from it. And do you have a fun to, to have time away from it? Because if not, it's just the same as having the rat race with, with your work. You can't leave it because you need the money. And that's the same thing with trading if you don't have a play fund. So D, 
list all your expenses in one month right so you have to know how much you actually have to spend every month because this is what you have to meet monthly as a full-time trader um e uh who depends on your income if no one depends on your income congratulations this makes it so much easier for you but if there are a lot of people are depending on your income then you have to consider that as well and finally f in case of sudden death will your family be covered with insurance so yeah i, I suppose everyone understands why that's important the third part is expertise so tech uh, let's have a pedal back first one is reason second one is your finances third one is expertise first question how long have you been trading So it doesn't matter if you've only been trading for two, uh, three years versus someone who's been trading seven years. Someone who's been trading for three years uh, might be trading well enough to go full-time versus someone who's been in the market for seven years but are only kind of lukewarm about it. But have you traded during both market cycles? Because you might be having a very bullish cycle and decided to go full-time trading because you just suddenly, um, I don't know, you just you were able to to buy a Mary Mart on Monday. Wednesday, right? So, so, so these things you have to understand. Have you been on a bearish cycle, or do you think you can withstand that? I agree. I agree. So at least you <laughs> grew twice, twice the cycle, like twice the bear, twice side, twice bull. Because if mm. nasa bull market ka lang lagi, um, tas naka experience ka ng different market condition. Yeah. Yeah, it would it would come as a shock, and yep. I, I've known quite a few traders who decided to jump into full-time trading during a very bullish cycle, and suddenly the bears came. That's me. <laughs> See, have you have you at least been decently consistent on each? So the keyword is decently. I didn't say perfectly consistent. I said decently consistent because you can never be perfectly consistent. When we talk about consistently profitable trader, we don't mean you're making a profit every month. We're saying over the long run, in a year, you still ended up positive. But but that could that could mean you could be losing for six months straight and and winning or not two months straight and then losing the rest again as long as you take care of your profits. The point is. At the end of your evaluation cycle, let's say a year, you were still pretty positive. That's this. That's decently consistent. Um, letter D. What is your win rate ratio? What is your PNL ratio? Um, I ask this question because I want the trader who answered this to, to actually dissect his his trading. Does he even know his numbers? Because some some traders jump into full time trading without even know if they actually have the statistical edge. And letter E, do you know what your A grade and B grade setups are? So don't go into full-time trading without even knowing what you do well. Because <laughs> because that's your bread and butter. Right? Your A grade setups is the one supposed to make you money. If, if you if you tell me you don't even know what makes you money, I, I don't understand why you're turning this into a business for now, a full-time business. Fourth, sorry, this is this is taking a while. Are you sure? No. <laughs> um, Okay, yeah. fourth one is consequences. So this is a tough pill to swallow, but of course, yeah. as traders, if you ask me what is a trader, I believe traders is someone who understands that to gain something, they have to give up something. That's trading. That's trading. So for you to gain something, you have to give up something to get a reward. You have to you have to um, swallow the risk as well. So 
For number four, it's very important, consequences. Letter A, what are you willing to give up for the time being? So you're going to be a full-time trader. I'm going to tell you it's going to be a risky decision. What are you willing to give up for the time being to make sure you succeed? Because you can't tell me that um, you won't make any lifestyle changes for something that serious. This, of course, you will have to, but what are you willing to give up? Letter B, what can it adversely affect in this decision? Like, if you become a full-time trader, what are the adverse effects? Like, um, does that mean you have to downgrade your lifestyle? Does that mean that you have to um, give up give up your Saturday, Sunday, you know, stuff like this. So what are things that could happen that could adverse, adversely affect your decision? Letter C, how will life be different once you go full-time? So someone who's, who hasn't been a uh, full-time trading tells me, I want to be a full-time trader. I'm going to ask them, well, tell me how will it look like? The good side and the bad side. Because it's, there's always both. In every situation, there's a good side and a bad side. You just you just have to choose which bad side we're okay with. Okay, next one is five contingency. So of course we've talked about consequences, but we have to have a contingency. First question: Where where would you take your living living expenses during non-profitable season? It's it's March. You haven't been making money. There are bills to pay. Where are you going to take the money from? Letter B, what conditions must be met that signals transitioning back to work? So so a lot of traders don't even answer this question. Like, uh, I'm going to be a full-time trader. What happened? No, no, no. Okay, you're, you're, you're okay. Uh, okay. Okay. So, um, what conditions must be met that signals transitioning back to work? So, a lot of traders don't consider this, but if you're going full time trading, you have to know when it's time to go back to corporate work. It's a hard question, but you gotta answer it just so you know that you wouldn't go as far as this before. Saving, saving. I mean, like what, what you really said a while ago. The goal is financial freedom, right? So if it requires you going back to work, then so be it. Letter C. List down skills as you can use as a side hustle. <laughs> so what else do you think you could make money out of according to your skills? Last one. Most important one. Number six community do you have a mentor to guide you and letter b do you have an accountability group that can support you outside trading and inside ag so outside and inside trading so that's it that's the full-time trader test it's a lot all right but that's well well very comprehensive. I think everything is covered. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
Thank you for sharing. Checklist, no? Checklist type. So, yun, guys. Um, that's Alam it man? for our podcast. Hindi, joke lang. Hindi ba? Angela, baka you have more questions from from the ano. Yeah, um, we do have one question po from our chat box. So, Rafael asked us now, when you transit when you transitioned to full time, how long before you became comfortable with the lifestyle? Before we transitioned into full time, when you how transitioned long? to full time? Yes, how long before you became comfortable with that lifestyle? Ah, sige. I think this is for the full, the real full-time traders to answer. Uh, maybe Boss G can can go first. Right. <laughs> Siguro can na lang mo muna. Ah, sige, sige. Okay, can. So, right. so sorry, sorry. Yung how did I turn? Pwede pa ulit ang question. Hello. Yeah, the question is when you transition full-time how long before you became comfortable with that lifestyle um uh, i don't know parang madali eh mabilis lang eh um since i remembered dati um uh, puro ako reklamo na work na naman na blah blah parang parang dream come true kasi yun dati that for for me that time so it was Mabilis lang, mabilis lang. As able to uh, adjust. Um, and and back then I was ano pa? Um, may may schedule kasi ako sinusunod. So when I do charting, when I do playing, when is a trading time? Mm-hmm. So mabilis lang sa akin. Ano ko kay boss? <laughs> sa akin mabilis. <laughs> I, I really just want to say that no? like if you really love doing what you're doing like you fall in love with the process like what we always say it doesn't even feel like a job like you're just gonna True. fit in there uh, very very quickly and don't even realize that time has passed good on alright so one more question from our chat box so Lisa asked us, can you please tell us what is your daily routine? Sige, um, I can go ahead. I think with, daily routine as a full-time trader. Is this within trading? Yes. Or within trading, right? So, um, on my right. end, my trade, my trading routine is I wake up at 7am. Or actually, not really 7am most of the time. Sometimes six, uh, Sometimes 8am. And then what I do is, um, mm-hmm. stop. The moment I wake up, I I eat my breakfast and ligo na agad. So take a bath. So um, I'm targeting around 8:30 to 8:45. I should be on my trading desk. And then even the market right now, right? You say we only have half day for a PSE. So it's easier to manage. So I monitor the market from. 9 o'clock to 1 p.m. and take I think one hour breaks in between no 15 minute breaks sorry 15 minute breaks in between and then in the afternoon I spend most of my time just doing some other work related stuff since my ano ako din may mga other tasks that I need to manage and then do some studying around 5 p.m. mostly in the global markets and then 
um, 8pm to 9pm I do some trading in Forex and then charting for PSE will start or will commence around 10pm to 11pm and then that's it so yeah that's my trading routine okay thank you sir Cosmos uh, me I do charting that I extensive yung charting hours ago when I was still starting so I spent like around four hours charting every day but right now there would be times na 10 minutes 5 minutes check na lang so market so my schedule is um, I sleep at around I wake up at around 8.30 and then uh, um, I do read the book after that, uh, breakfast and then 9 a.m. pre-market open, check the possible gappers uh, for the PSE. Then trade from 9.30 to 3, but right now since half day. So, um, 12. So, 12. Trading up until 12. And then, at the afternoon, um, I spent most of my time just playing at the afternoon. Uh, but before wait, that uh, I still after the market I spent time reviewing my trades. As in, sobrang grind talaga. Na majority of the time chart, 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 chart. Uh, but since I'm past way that stage, major right now I'm chill na lang. And then hmm. in the evening, um, yeah, same, uh, almost same. Not. Wala pa special na ginagawa right now. Pero sa weekends, that's when I do my um, as in uh, ex- ex- intensive charting. Like from mm-hmm. I do manual charting, by the way. So I don't have like I do have a screener that will update me every day. But during weekends, I tend to do manual charting. So I do charting from to go to ZHI as in manual ko yung pinipindot sa Investa. So that's where I, uh, that's when I do my watch listing for the week and then for the coming weeks. So, kunyari, um, hindi na ako magugulat kunyari may mga gumalaw na stocks because uh, na-chart ko na the weekend. So, update, update na lang. Uh, what I do on, on weekdays would be updating my watch list if this moves, if this does not. So, that's basically that. No, nothing special in my schedule. Okay, so we have, uh, thank you, Sir Ken. We have one more question. I think that this would be the last question. Dapat po ba pag full-time, do we have to be a momentum trader if we, if we want to transition to be a full-time trader? Because Mark noticed that uh, most of the ZFT mentors or coaches are momentum traders. So what can you say about this? Um, I'll answer this. So I'm one of the mentors na who's not a momentum trader. So mm-hmm. I'm a swing trader, trend follow slash trend follow. So that's actually untrue. You don't need to be a momentum trader to be, yes. I mean, to be a, a full-time trader. Um, actually, my goal na right now is since I want to handle a bigger funds, let's say 100 million in a few years, in, in three to five years, um, it's more uh, on position trading. 
uh, swing position. So more onto um, um, easy trading instead of you know focusing um, every minute monitoring the markets because uh, to be quite honest, if if the market is on sideways, walang place. Mag yung mga full time trader, wala na kaupulang naglalaro. So um, and and I'm not gonna be doing this. Um, I'm gonna do trading for a lifetime, but I'm not gonna spend my whole time monitoring the markets, like from mm. 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. So, me, I, I'm already preparing myself. Na paano pag malaki ng fund ko, so I need mm. to uh, prepare ahead. Na you know, mas easier trades ginagawa ko compared to you know having the intraday charts momentum trading. So I, that's the reason why I developed strategy na to spot stocks na that are not yet moving pero possible siya mag momentum in the, in the next few weeks or so so hindi siya requirement na maging momentum trader ka to be a full-time trader depende din talaga yan sa yung sa objective mo as a trader yeah agree with Ken no? uh, and ako I'm speaking as a momentum trader it's not necessary and in fact I'm even envious of people who are not momentum traders because uh, these are the people who can really just relatively relax when it comes to their place as opposed to us like to do intraday charting or intraday trading can be very stressful at times so it's not a necessity to go momentum if you want to go full-time okay so thank you for those uh, juicy answers and I believe that we have already uh, covered uh, the question, no? And uh, guys, uh, if you think that this session was very juicy, can you comment juicy? <laughs> okay. Juicy. <laughs> okay. So, um, do we have other questions? I think, no, no, no. Maybe we can accommodate one last. At work, even know the upside or potentials of trading them. How to be motivated at work. Like, just a favor no, to everyone who's just um, gaining a lot of uh, golden nuggets here. Maybe you can share in your profile um, you know, the things that you've learned from this session. Because a lot of people, we really want to just make people aware of these things. Because anyway, a lot of people think you know it's not possible, and we're here in a community that always say it's possible, you can do it. But of course, we always want to be talking about the flip side, you know, the things that you should be working, watching out for. So I think it would be really a, a, do us a great favor, you know, by just helping other people see. You know uh, that it is possible, and these are things that you're, um, parang you should be watching out for. I would appreciate as well if you do a reaction paper like the usual. Um, yeah. So, ayun lang, parang uh, just get the word out there. Thank you. So, I hope the community can, I know, um, do that on behalf of the whole team. Anyway, so going back to the question, no, how to be motivated at work even you know the upside or potentials of trading. I can, I think um, of of the coaches, I'm the person is in the best position to answer this because I'm not a full-time trader. I also have, I'm juggling a lot of work at the moment. Although 
wala nga kami eh, kasi work from home kami. So, my answer to this question is, um, yung work kasi, like trading, it's also a tool. Okay? A, a tool to earn, right? So, in some respects, trading and work are the same. And some people would even consider trading as a job by itself. So, it's something that some people do professionally. So, what you can do is you need to think of your work as something that, number one, can give you capital for trading if, if you're not yet full-time. So, that's that's the easiest way of looking at it. And number two, um, use your work to maybe gather connections or create a network wherein someday if ever you really want to go full-time, you can use that network in order to gain leverage. Because at, at I, I am at a point in my life right now where many of the people that I met in work, I met at work, are the same people who are interested in investing in my um, portfolio. So... Maybe that's one thing that you can do to stay motivated. Always look at work as something that is not... Uh, of course, um, there will be instances where you find work as boring or kung hindi man boring, siguro you find it as as, as a hindrance. Yun yung, ano eh, yun yung pinaka-common common misconception for me, for those who are not full-time. They see work as a hindrance to their trading. And if you look at it that way, it would be very difficult to stay motivated. But if you look at work as as a tool for you to become a greater trader someday, I think that would change the dynamics behind how you see work in in the light of trading. Yeah, and, and if you ditch your work or job to pursue full-time trading, I mean, you put trading your whole life. Naalala ko sinabi ni Celeste one of the sessions at, if you put trading your whole life and it does not work, you feel like a failure. So, nakalimutan mo na you know, um, you have a good paying job, you have a environment po sa work, okay naman, wala naman problema, you forgot, you forget to uh, remember na you have a family who loves you, you know, and all that, uh, just because, you know, you put trading the center of your life. So, just be grateful, you know, use, uh, use your work, use whatever that you have right now, para ano, Sabi ni Abi para din ano, another source of income din. Diba? Just think of it that way. Yun. So any final words siguro no? before before we end. Um let's start with boss. Um any final words, boss, about this topic of full time trading? Well uh, you know when people say or ask if you're ready for full time trading. Sometimes you just have to go for it uh, because wala tala, it's sabi nila, di ba, parang it's the same like parenting. You, you never know that you're ready until it's there. Nobody's ever prepared. Kasi everything, anything can happen. We're in an industry where there's a lot of risk involved. Of course, you can you can manage risk. We're risk managers. But uh, what I just like to say is that be pre- uh, there's no such thing as being prepared you just really have to go for it and adapt that's it you have to adapt the mindset of um someday i'm gonna get sucker punched in the face and what's important uh is your response are you gonna look at it with a defeatist mindset or are you gonna look at this and think you know what i'm gonna get over this and become stronger so 
go for it when you're ready <laughs> yeah. so take a leap of faith i think that's what bossy is trying to say to us um ken yeah. what about you uh for me uh so if you're if you're, if you're i know um thinking about uh going full-time trading i think the very first thing you need to do is um make sure your 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 life is in a good state i mean because because uh people who screw their personal lives up screw their trading lives up it will definitely reflect your trading this is so true so, so if you really want to you know pursue full-time trading and medyo um pangit yung state of life ngayon, whether it's your work your health um it's definitely gonna affect your trading it's gonna fuck up your trading if you went full-time tapos yung personal life mo is not good in a good state so that's that's it thank you Ayan. so on my end yes uh yeah so on my end i think um before you take the leap of faith make sure you have faith <laughs> i think that that would be my final words no because a lot of people see full time as as the end goal for trading but actually it's it's not really the end goal for me um getting full time is just changing the dynamics behind how you trade because you have more monitoring time you have um of course more time for extra time with your family and all those stuff but end of the day ang, ang advantage lang talaga for me the only advantage of a full-time trader compared to those who are doing it part-time is in terms of time okay? and in terms of focus so I, I can give it i can give that to full-time traders but in terms of consistency in terms of studying the markets in, in terms of the time that you need to invest for you to become an effective trader Walang, ano eh, walang, walang discrimination between full-time and part-time traders. Because I know a lot of, of traders who do it part-time but are more, let's just say, more consistent or more profitable than those who are doing it full-time. So do not look at full-time trading as something na, it's something that you need to do for you to become consistently profitable. Because if you see it that way, the market will prove you wrong. So yun lang, before you take a leap of faith, make sure you have faith. Make sure you have faith in your system, faith in yourself, and faith in God. For those who will uh, ask further questions, you can go na lang to our uh, uh, hashtag AskZFT uh, podcast channel sa ating Discord. And uh, I believe that uh, this night has been a juicy night, juicy night for us. And partner Jella, marami ka ba natutunan? Uh, marami kang take-outs? <laughs> yes. Gusto ko yung sinabi ni Sir Z tsaka ni Sir Cosmos na yun nga, before you take a leap of faith, you really have to have faith first. So yun, feeling ko yun yung pinaka-takeaway ko for tonight. How about you, Jasper? Ako, uh, it's like a rebuke. Uh, sa akin because uh, I desire to be a full-time trader like uh, in a short span of time <laughs> and uh, I was reminded that full-time trading is not uh, a walk in the park and I really have to consider the challenges and the obstacles ahead so that's it and uh, see you in our next podcast Bullish or Bearish 
Whether you're a rookie trader or a rock star, we believe there's room for everyone. Every Filipino can learn how to trade. We're just your average Joe. But together, let's take advantage of the greatest equalizer of wealth ever, the stock market, where millions can be made and lost in a click of a finger. The journey to trading mastery is a lifetime, and we're here to stay. We are ZFT, and this is where the hot money is. Yeah.